Welcome to the podcast, the special event studio, COVID Conversations. My name is Scott North. I am the sales manager for TO Live. TO Live manages the three City of Toronto theaters, Meridian Hall in the St. Lawrence Centre downtown and Meridian Arts Centre uptown. My responsibility is to get private, non-ticketed special events into all three venues. We were about to launch the special event studio podcast when COVID-19 hit. Because we are now living in a different world, we want to get some perspective from my colleagues in the event industry and how they are managing. Welcome to the podcast, the special event studio, COVID Conversations. Well, Cook, how are you doing today? No, Scott, same old, same old. Will is our social media specialist when we're in the office and, uh, well, he continues to do so when we're not in the office as well. But Will is also the producer of the podcast. Uh, Will, kind of a uh, momentous occasion today with the 10th episode. Can you believe it? Yeah, we're 10 episodes in. That went quick, didn't it? Yeah, it certainly went quick. And uh, Will's also always doing different tasks here and there and, and... Will last night was down at Meridian Hall at 10 o'clock to get a picture or a few pictures with the lights on. Will, how'd that go? Uh, pretty well, actually. I, I was surprised by the number of people out and about, I guess, uh, on the street and stuff. Um, but I, I think people have just gotten a little stir crazy and, and they need to be out now. But um, other than that, you know, it went well. There was a uh, a motorcycle gang that rolled through while I was taking some photos. That was kind of weird, but other that than might that, make for an interesting picture. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was an interesting sight, and it was certainly quite loud. But um, other than that, pretty pretty cool to see the building all lit up at night and and get some shots of that because you know we haven't really seen that before. But yeah, perfect. Well, I'll look forward to seeing those. We have a little bit of a milestone episode today in that it is our 10th episode. They went by so quick, but uh, very happy to uh, introduce our next guest for episode 10. He is the manager of special events and hospitality at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Aaron Stocko, welcome to the podcast. Thanks How for you doing, having Aaron? me. Good, good. Thanks for having me. No good problem. On right on. Great to have you. Um, so, Aaron, uh, you're actually across the street from where our office is. Uh, are we're not there right now but uh hockey hall of fame so tell us a little bit about what before covid before this global pandemic what goes on at the hockey hall of fame what's your job there yeah so my job as manager of uh of events uh basically what i'm doing is trying to you know create as much sales as possible trying to get people in here to uh to book the facility so you know like uh, like yourself and and many other venues um you know you know, reaching out to uh, to clients, uh, having great relationships with uh, you know with planners in the city. Um, a big thing for 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 myself was you know coming in here and, and starting to manage the department was noticing that people always thought of the Hockey Hall of Fame right as just a museum, just a place to kind of bring your family, your friends, um, explore, check out some of the interactive, and kind of make your way. But um, I really want to get that mindset that we're more than just a museum, you know, 10 to 5. We're, we're also a great state-of-the-art venue. So, um, so you know, what I really tried to do was just spread the word, you know, um, you know, hold and attend industry nights, uh, trade shows. Uh, we created a new website. We did a, a great social event. Uh, we did a couple of them called Overtime that, you know, Scott attended one. So thank you, sir. Yeah. 
great. So yeah, just really try to get the word out there, right? And uh, and uh, let people know that you know we, we can do so much here. So um, also being you know what more Canadian can you get, right? Being the Hockey Hall of Fame and um, you know people international clients wanting to come over and get a taste of Canada. Um, nothing says uh, Canada more than us, I think. So with the you know interactive capabilities and hand-on access to the Stanley Cup, you got you know a whole area for international hockey and steps away from Union Station, uh, underground yeah. path system. There's there's so much to do. You know we got like sixty-five thousand square feet of hockey. So um, I I could always uh, I could always look over there and I can tell when you've got an event going on when in the afternoon you'll see the Chairman Mills trucks unloading the rentals and all that. So it certainly it certainly seemed like there was always Chairman Mills trucks out in front of your place, Aaron. So you guys seemed pretty busy. We, yeah, we, we, you know, over the last five years, I think we really ramped up events. Um, you know, we, we've, we've kind of, last year, I think we had about over 230 events here. So, um, you know, from daytime meetings to evening things, uh, you know, obviously our big event, as you know, is our induction ceremony every November. We have, you know, up to over 2,000 people here. We overtaken over Brookfield Place, the office tower where we're located in. Um, but we do, you know, events for the NHL and obviously various clubs and honored members. And we did a pretty cool event a few years ago for the UFC. We had uh, George St. Pierre and Michael Bisbing do a press conference. Oh, yeah. um, so you can even search on, you know, TMZ. They uh, they got some footage of them kind of behind the scenes getting in a bit of a tussle. So that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, just, you know, different, you know, financial institutions, telecommunications, universities, colleges. We do everything, even bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, wedding receptions. So yeah, we were we were really, really, really busy um, last year, and that's what we kind of thought twenty twenty would look like too. Obviously, right? Sure, sure. And so now, what like March sixteenth? Like, how did how did things unfold for you? Um, like, like what what happened when when COVID hit? Yeah, so um, basically, you know, like like most of us, we were just kind of, you know, um, you know, 2020 came and we were just kind of, you know, we had events kind of lined up already and um, just kind of going with the motions and, you know, talking to our suppliers and, you know, kind of day-to-day operations as usual. And then you kind of, obviously, you're, you're reading articles or listening to the news and, you're, you know, you know what's going on in other countries and, you know, this, this virus is kind of spreading and, but you somewhat prepare, but you kind of think, you know, uh, you know, it's not really going to get here, you know, like we're not going to see this kind of thing. You, you kind of, you don't believe it, it would ever happen really. Right. So, um, you know, I, in March we had a few events and um, there were, you know, a couple of cases started, you know, appearing in North America and remember management coming, coming together and, and it's kind of locking the boardroom door and thinking like, what, what are we going to do here? You know? So we kind of came up with a couple uh, plans if, if you know what we need to do and and I feel like it just just hit us right away um, within weeks if not days we were we were closing our doors and you know and, and obviously contacting all those events that you know were uh, quick or closely approaching and uh, you know everyone what's good about this in a sense is everyone's kind of in the same boat right so um, you know reaching out to the clients and you know making sure that you know their, their needs are met. And I know obviously they're going through a lot of things with all their bookings and contracts and all that and planning their event. Um, we just want to know that, you know, them to know that we're there for them and uh, we're here to help and we'll try to make the transition 
um, the postponing or, you know, anything that they needed kind of possible for them. So, but it was, it was, it was tough. So so now like, did did you, you know, get the announcement, Jeff Denemy, CEO and president of the Hockey Hall of Fame, did he just uh, tell all the staff, okay, we've got to close or or did you kind of hear that along with when the city of the province announced that, uh, that these types of measures were, were taking place? Um, like, did you, like, I, I can remember it was, uh, March 16th was a Monday. So I think it was the Friday and, and, and basically, uh, you know, our executive said, take your laptop home because we're not sure you're coming back. And, and we didn't, and, mm-hmm. and we were shut and yeah, same kind of thing. We're letting our, our clients know what, that, uh, you know, we had a huge event lined up, uh, for April. And, uh, you know, I had to call them and say it's done. But but you guys, same kind of thing, Aaron? Yeah, for the most part. Like like I said, we had a, kind of a management meeting, you know, maybe a couple of weeks out from us closing. And, um, you know, every day we kind of either had some smaller meetings here or there just to kind of discuss what was happening. But, yeah, upper management kind of uh, decided to close the doors. And um, I believe on, on the Friday, um, so, yeah, you know, I remember, you know, on that, I believe it was that Friday, Jeff called us all in, all the full-timers in the boardroom, and we all kind of, you know, sat around, and, you know, we, we it was it was so surreal, you know, we didn't really know what was happening, everyone was so worried, um, shocked, um, and it just, you know, gave a really heartfelt kind of, you know, uh, somewhat of a speech kind of to us, and just made us all feel kind of comfortable, and um, just told us to kind of, you know, we're going to accommodate you guys and, you know, take your laptops home, we'll be working from home, we'll keep you in the loop. And it was, uh, you know, it's, it's not a huge team here. You know, we have about 30 full-timers. So, okay. um, so it was and a then, nice kind of family moment, you know, kind of around the, kind of around the dining room table kind of thing, you know, all of us together. And um, one of those memories I'll probably remember for, uh, you know, a very long time. Sure. Sure, and I and I know it's a it's a close knit staff there. So all so thirty people, everybody stay working. Yeah, stay working. Um, you know, we all kind of did our thing at home. Um, for myself, you know, like I had over probably about a hundred and twenty events that I had to either postpone or cancel. Um, so, you know, as you know, like one event kind of gets moved around, and there's so many steps to that one event, right? As you know, you got to contact, you know, accounting and get all the financial stuff going. You got all the vendors and suppliers had to be contacted and moved around and, um, you know, paperwork and revisions there. So, you know, one, one event kind of sliding away kind of, you know, it was, it was, it was a bit of a daunting task. So, um, you know, like I said, about 120 of them in total got to kind of rejig just from uh, March to, you know, end of the summer. So at, at what point, like right then in the middle of March, did you, are you telling people that anyone had an event for any time from then until the end of the summer, you were saying, okay, we got to postpone you or you got to cancel? Yeah. So what we did was basically, you know, sat down with, uh, you know, with, with my boss, Peter, and we, uh, we wrote up uh, an addendum to our contract. So um, anyone that had their events booked already um, left a deposit. Um, they'll be able to postpone their event within uh, within one year. So no okay. penalty, nothing. So, you, you know, the same deposit, we'll just transfer over, um, no questions asked. Um, all their suppliers are on board. So, you know, no no fees, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, to, to tag along to that, to the client. So they, they were very happy with that. Um, we sure. also put in there that if they did give us um, at least 60 days notice um, of cancellation, we'll give them a full refund. Okay. So that, that you know, we got a good, uh, good response with that too. So um, did you have a lot of them that outright canceled? Um, we had, you know, I would probably say probably about 30% of them canceled outright. Um, you know, I feel that a lot of them kind of wanted their events to, to go on at some point. So they kind of, um, and a lot of them are, are you know, yearly events. Um, so, you know, they decided, you know, you know, let's leave our deposit for next year kind of thing. So uh, we were able to kind of keep a lot of those deposits, which is good. Um, sure. But, uh, but yeah. And, and uh, now you, you're, are you back in the office now? I am. Yeah, I've been, I've been back now for about, about three or four weeks now. So just gearing up for the opening of the museum. So um, you when know, is that? So we opened up two Wednesdays ago. So that would be the 15th of July. So we're open now to the general public. Um, so, you know, I was kind of in and out here and there for the past little bit, um, just working with uh, management to put together our new policies and procedures for, for the public, for, for our full-time staff and, and part-time staff as far as COVID and, um, you know, what we're going to kind of implement there. So, um, so yeah, I was in a couple, yeah, about, I think it's been about uh, almost a month now. Okay, so now... Yep. Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, July fifteenth was that was that a part of stage two when you guys were able to reopen to the it public? It was. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so stage, stage two comes in. You reopen to the public. And then, what kind of uh, measures do you have to take when people are inside there? Yeah. So basically, you know, it, there's 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 a whole lot of obviously social distancing. Um, you know, sanitization dispensers. Um, we do have a kind of a a capacity ticker that's available online so you could tell okay. you know how many people are in the facility so we we, we can fit about a thousand people in here so um with the ratios now you know with, with less people in the facilities we could fit up to 400 um, okay so we're kind of you know we're doing like priority tickets so you could actually purchase time slots online and then you're guaranteed uh, you know access to the hall when you come down so um and then we kind of have up like a walk-up line too so that's how we're going to kind of handle the, um, the capacity end, but, um, you know, we're just doing, you know, everyone must obviously wear a, you know, um, a face mask when they arrive and, um, you know, social distancing, like I said, you know, sanitize your hands. Um, there's no interactive games now. So okay. a lot of those, that whole kind of, rink, the whole rink zone shut down, whole rink shut down. Um, so, you know, there's some kind of some screens available that's, we're giving everyone kind of a, like a stylus pen. Uh, free of charge when they arrive so they could kind of you know uh, participate in some of those interactive capabilities but as far as the shooting and you know being a goaltender and all that yeah that that, that shut down so but oh, you can still that, get your picture with the stanley cup and um can you, can you touch it you cannot touch it right now okay you cannot touch it right now so and now is it busy how like was july 15th crazy or are people slow to kind of get into these public spaces yeah you know i think it started out a bit slow um but you know every day we're seeing numbers increase um you know it i think it's just awareness people feeling you know comfortable coming down here and um you know being in a public space again so we know it's going to take some time but 
Um, but I could definitely say the last two weeks, every day we've seen like an increase in numbers, which, uh, which, which has been good. Um, now with stage three opening up, I believe it's tomorrow on Friday. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll be able to kind of reopen our interactives and we're kind of just sorting those things out here internally just to see, you know, how, how we're going to make sure everyone's safe, you know, um, the public as well as our staff, uh, make sure we do that properly. But, uh, but yeah, once, once, you know, most people kind of get out and kind of see that it's not as bad as you think, you know, as long as, like you said, social distance, you, you know, wear your face mask, um, you take the proper precautionary steps, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not too bad. It's not too bad out there. But uh, yesterday in Toronto, there was one case. That's, that's pretty phenomenal. That's that, amazing. Uh, I know. That's, that's promising, but it's still scary to, to, you think of the possibilities and you look at the Southern States and what's going on down there. It's still scary. It's very scary. It's very scary. Now, Aaron, how about private events? Have, have, are, have you had any of any private events? Are you going to have any private events? Um, well, this summer we don't really, like we have a couple kind of small, um, you know, clients that are kind of doing little, little teaser videos and stuff like that for, for, for I guess their virtual events. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of coming down and renting the space for that. But as far as, you know, full fledged, you know, even 50 person event. Yeah. It, it looks like, you know, probably by, by this fall, we have a few things that are in the system, but, um, but as of right now, nothing we are working on kind of offering like a virtual experience from the hall. So I know a lot of people now are doing obviously those zoom calls and, um, connecting that way. And we thought, you know, why not? try to spice those up a bit, right? Because I'm sure those are getting a little bit repetitive and perhaps boring at times. Um, so we'll have, you know, one of our keepers of the cup go on there and, you know, you could hire them for about, you know, say 30 minutes and they could go and kind of um, you know, get invited to that call and kind of t- share some, some, some fun, maybe R-rated stories of, uh, of, the, of the Stanley Cup and not that there was any, I'm just joking. But... Uh, but maybe you share some stories of the Stanley Cup and their experiences with it. And, um, so I, I can hire Phil Pritchard to, to get on a Zoom call with me and then he can tell me some inside scoop about that Stanley Cup. Exactly. He could do some trivia with you. Maybe, you know, if you want to bring on maybe a, an honored member, maybe have, you know, you know get, get Doug Gilmore to come on with Phil Pritchard and they could kind of, you know, chat to the group and kind of make, make, make the convo, make the session pop a little more, right, for, for the guests. So. We're working on that now and you know we've got lots of planners kind of like you know pretty excited about that because they know they know a few few clients that might be interested so that's kind of what we're, we're, we're working on this summer and probably early early september and such but yeah as far as having people in here um yeah i'm, I'm, pr- I'm probably guessing by you know september october at the earliest we'll, we'll start seeing events pop up now that means kind of the, th- the third question of the three that I kind of touch on is, is how, how do you foresee us uh, coming out on the other side of this? Do you, do you, do you think October, November, we're going to have full capacity live events? Uh, you know, I, 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 it would be great, but I, I don't see it happening. Um, I think, I think a lot of smaller meetings and cocktail receptions might happen um, within the space, but, you know, the plated dinners and food station receptions and all that most likely won't, you know, be all that popular to start with. You know, I think a, a big part of this, obviously, psychologically, I don't think um, 
a lot of clients or even guests probably feel comfortable at this point, maybe attending events, um, even if the capacity is, you know, say 100, 200, 300 people. Um, and not to mention, I'm sure a lot of these businesses, you know, it's, it's been a rough ride the last few months and I'm sure their budgets have been slashed and, um, and I'm sure part of that is, is the event budget, right? The social outings. So on that standpoint, you know, I'm sure there's some, you know, they'll be holding back on, on holding these events. So, um, you know, I, 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 like I said, I can see a few events happening this, this fall. Um, but definitely not, not where it used to be. Um, I'm thinking probably the new year by, by spring, hopefully fingers crossed, we see a vaccine, um, you know, by the end of the year, early next year. And by hopefully by the spring, we'll, we'll start seeing, uh, events really, really ramp up. All right. Let's, let's hope as soon as possible, but yeah, I agree with you. You know, uh, you know that there's going to be people that just don't want to go. I saw, I saw a, a study or a study done where they were interviewing parents of kids and, you know, they're, they're now trying to figure out, you know, five weeks from now, the kids are supposed to go back to school, but 18% of parents said this was yesterday. I saw this, uh, stat 18% of parents said they, they would not send their kids back to school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that there's going to be individuals that are not going to want to take part in a live event for their company. And, uh, there will be companies that just won't do them. I mean, mm-hmm. there's already been a lot of, like, I think, uh, like some of the, the big tech companies have already said Google and said they're not going to have any, any live events, maybe even through 2021. Right. Wow. But, uh, yeah. And a lot of them, yeah, and a lot of companies are even just shutting it down for the rest of the year too, right? Yeah. You know, they're telling all their, their workers to work from home and, you know, it's, it's, that's why, you know, it's, it, you know, even, even just taking this time to kind of take a step back and, you know, um, kind of observe the department and, and the industry and see where we could improve, you know, cause I feel, you know, as you know, in the event industry, you're, you're pretty much go, go, go every day with, with, with events. And you don't really have as much time to see where you could, uh, you know, change things up or, you know, uh, make things, you know, a bit, a bit different. So I feel coming out of this, not only will the events come back, but we'll have a fresh perspective and maybe a few new offerings and long-term it will, uh, you know, it'll, it'll benefit benefit us a lot more definitely definitely and, and let's let's hope now aaron you you have uh you work with uh, multiple caterers so food food and beverage services is certainly never going to be the same for for the foreseeable future have you had conversation with your caterers conversations with your caterers about uh what protocols that they will be putting in place yes so we do work with uh with three of them here uh three caterers so um yeah, I've, I've been having, you know, weekly calls with all of them and kind of seeing how business has been and just, you know, um, kind of getting a scoop on, you know, how they're doing and um, any new measures they're taking because, you know, this is this is so fluid. It's, it's you know, every, every, every I feel like every week things are changing. So, um, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of taking stride by stride too. Um, you know, obviously, like I said earlier, the whole, you know, plated dinner and food station receptions are probably no longer, at least for, for the next little bit so a lot of them working on similar to like the box lunches you know working on individual uh you know portions uh, boxed up for for people that um you know if, if you do say have a uh, kind of a buffet or station reception um you know you'll be able to approach it and they'll have the chefs back there you know in full ppe and they'll give you kind of like a, a sealed kind of container 
okay. um, that they could kind of eat within the space. So, you know, you know, hasn't been contaminated or anything like that. So, you know, they're, they're working on things like that. They're doing a lot of um, smaller kind of um, portions that they're kind of selling to, to families, you know, taking a break from, from their day-to-day prep, you know, because a lot of families now they're having to cook, you know, three, four meals a day. And that wasn't something that they were used to in the past, right? They're used to taking sure. up food or doing a lot more um, purchasing that way. But so caterers are kind of working with that. And, uh, but yeah, you know, like they have a lot of their, their new policies, obviously in their kitchens with their chefs and their staff and social distancing within their spaces and um, how they're transferring the food over to, to the venues. Um, and, you know, my job is, you know, basically grabbing, you know, their new protocols as well as, you know, with Chairman Mills and, um, you know, we use DLE, David Level Events, for, for our staffing and getting everyone's protocols and kind of putting them all together and, um, you know, making sure, one, you know, that I feel comfortable with, with what they're doing. And two is, you know, making sure that kind of um, jives with what with the Hall of Fame um you know, it's practicing and what, what we're preaching and implementing sure. for this, for this time. So, um, but yeah, just, you know, just constant communication with them really. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, Aaron, any, any, uh, any parting thoughts for us? Um, you know, it, it's, it's, a, I, you know, I think it's just a, it's a tough time for, for everyone. We're all, you know, but it's, it's nice to know in a sense that, we're all in this together. And, uh, you know, I feel fortunate that, you know, I'm still, still employed and I'm still here. And, um, you know, the hall has been great to us here, but, uh, but yeah, we're, we're all in this together and no matter who you're talking to, if it's a supplier, if it's a, if it's a upcoming client, a planner, um, a venue across the street, Um, I think it's just important to kind of know that, you know, we should help each other out and get through this and, not make it a, a you know a you versus me mentality, but more of an us. It might sound a little little cheesy, but uh, no, I think no, it's just not, you know it's it's, it's 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 important, man, because we're all going through our struggles, you know, if not from work, but in our personal lives, and we got to be there for each other. So if you know business is tough now, I feel that if if you show that support to to the people around you at this moment. Um, I feel that people will remember that down the road and they'll say, you know what, like the hall was great, you know, during that time, let's, let's give them a ring, you know, let's see how they're doing. Let's, let's book over there. Cause you know what, they, they were a pleasure to deal with. So that's, that's, that's my, uh, that's what I'm kind of taking away from all this. And, and Aaron, I know, I know for a fact that you were, you were like that before this, all this happened too. So uh, kudos hey, to thanks, you. <laughs> You know, we're, we are right across the street and, yeah. and in essence, we are competitors, but I, I don't feel that way. And I know you've helped us out. We've helped you out. It's, it's great to have a great neighbor. The Hall of Fame is a great place, great place for, you know, certainly to go there for its uh, the museum, but, but for corporate events, it's, it's cool. It's unique. It's a great place to have a corporate event. So let's, let's hope that we get back to those uh, you know, full capacity live events sooner rather than later. Uh, Aaron, I want to wish you all the best, all the best to you, your family, uh, stay safe, stay healthy. And, uh, I'll look forward to talking to you soon. It's awesome. Thanks guys. It's been a pleasure doing this. Thanks. Thanks so much. You got it. While our doors are closed for the moment, we certainly still are working into the future. If you need anything, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at scott.north at tolive.com. That's S-C-O-T-T dot N-O-R-T-H at T-O-L-I-V-E 
L-I-V-E dot com. Thank you very much for listening.